name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie. I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make $100,000 a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, because all I pick is winners. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Money talks. Money talks. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the VIP Sports Podcast. I'm Darren Notero, a.k.a. Steve Stevens, a.k.a. The Bookie Killer, sitting here with a good friend of mine, The Big Skipper. Good morning, Skip. How are you, pal? Good morning, Steve. Just uh, running ragged, buddy. Very, very busy. Yeah, you're looking good. You seem focused. Haven't heard a cough out of your booth in about 10 days. No, I'm feeling great, man. The, The breathing treatments work fine. I'm breathing. Focused on this new money. Well, you know what I figured? I figured, here's what I say. Uh, I put the Christmas tree away. The Christmas lights came down. Mm-hmm. Time to focus on 2017 and get the fucking job done. When the Christmas lights come down, don't don't forget to still mess with the crown. I like that. You still, you still gotta, still gotta bring the, the lights down. Well, fuck, I had to drink the crown to, to pull the lights down. I tell right. you that right now. Yeah, exactly. it was a festive situation. Exactly. But got the tree put away. Everything's all cleaned up. My mind's on my money. My money's on my mind. Couldn't be more focused time of the year. Uh, got all the company parties over with. Uh, took you guys, you know, of course you won the contest. We took everybody out uh, to Benihana's, by the way. I don't know if that was a scene from Wolf of Wall Street or that was actually our office that night, oh, huh? Pretty crazy. Well, I mean, everybody made money. We had a good time. It was safe. No one got in any trouble. No harm. No Nothing foul, unusual. Huh? I mean, which contest don't I win? Well, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> bottom line is the parties and celebrations are over and it feels good to be back in the office. I'm giving meetings again every day, mm-hmm. motivating people, inspiring people, but most of all, teaching them how to box and clothes. You can be motivated as you want. You can be inspired to make millions of dollars, but if you don't know how to sell, it doesn't mean a fucking thing. You're damn right about you that. You've got to have sales skills. You've got to know what you're doing. And my job is to teach people how to be a master closer. The holidays are behind us. However, it, yes, is, sir. it is still Christmas in the sports books. Oh, buddy, we're still getting, there's, there's gifts given out every yeah. single day. Yeah. <laughs> Santa Claus is in the sports book, 365 around here. Well, at, at VIP Sports. Sports book is also taking plenty of people's money and taking people down. Right. Uh, we'll speak about that as well. As you know, sports book took a big hit, big fucking hit oh, over the weekend. God, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. We got some celebrity boxing on our plate. Mm. But uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, podcast 104. Wow, 104. Bring the money in the door. I don't know what else to tell you. 104, she's a dirty whore. I love that. I was going to say it, but seven. I was trying to stay focused this season. <laughs> 104. <laughs> the only number four I know is Brett Favre, number four. He's probably the best that's ever done it. Uh, he's mm-hmm. sitting there acting like he likes... Do you think that he's being honest when he says that uh, he likes Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Well, how, though? He didn't like him. When he left the team, homeboy was there. He didn't support him. He basically pissed and shit on him and... Went and ate Laura tabs and hid in his log cabin for about three, four years. Well, he's looking over the you know the overall situation of teams that are left in the playoffs, and uh, he's got a he's got a bias, obviously, to Green Bay. Right. And uh, he feels like you know they've been on fire. They're hot. They look good. And uh, he says, yeah, I think they got a chance to go to the big game. Yeah, uh, I, I think a little bit. Different. I think he's being sincere about it. Is he? Well, he's sincere about the team. I don't think he gives a fuck about Rodgers. Uh, January twelfth, to be exact, two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. And you might want to mark that day on your calendar because today's the day that you can call us and start making more money betting sports than any other investment or anything else you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. I don't care uh, if you thought about selling drugs, if you thought about uh, getting, uh, what was Martha Stewart uh, arrested for? Inside uh, in, trading? Insider stock trading. You, you, couldn't insider, you couldn't do inside stock trading and make more than we do betting sports. No. Uh, like I said, we're breaking the books every single day. I think you should as well. Anyway, Skip, welcome back to the VIP Sports Podcast. Uh, before we get into the show today, uh, Skipper, you want to tell the viewers how to get a hold of us, how to follow us, where they can catch us, if they're in the mood to start making money, mm-hmm. uh, whether they're winning on their own, uh, whether they're virgins, they never bet before, and they're just looking for a second income. Uh, whatever the case is, we're like BASF. All we do is make you better. That's right. If you're a virgin to our podcast, basically what we do is we bet sports for a living. We're professional sports bettors here in Las Vegas, and uh, he's the number one sports better, the most feared sports better in the country, Steve motherfucking Stevens. 
He's got more money behind him than anybody in the business. Well, I mean, we're post up six-figure tickets. I mean, if, yeah. you, if we want to, we could post six-figure tickets every day. I'm not looking for those boys to be on our back again. Mm-hmm. But we release enough to let them know who the fuck is who, Absolutely. who talks the talk, yeah. and who walks the walks, versus some idiot fucking East Coast guy, not to be rude, advertising on scores and odds about early bird gets the worm. Motherfucker never made a bet in his life. I got Motherfucker's a worm. not, yeah, I got a worm, early worm, uh, uh, early bird worm he can get. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to get I got crazy. a couple of worms. It's just my mind's on business right now. And, there's a, and we're in a business that's nine out of ten people are full of shit. Mm-hmm. And you got to, so people wonder, how do I know who's real? Number one, everyone's a telephone tough guy. Everybody's a millionaire. Everybody's hitting 80%. The main thing is, if you want to know the company's real, check and see if they're licensed and bonded with the state of Nevada. See if they have a $50,000 bond to mm-hmm. sports consult. If they have a $50,000 bond to do telemarketing. There's about three of them across the country. You know what I mean? I do. All right. Sorry to cut you off, but like I said, know who you're dealing with. You want to get a hold of us? Sorry, Skip. Go ahead and tell them how. uh, Just give us a call. If you want to get a hold of us, we consult sports bettors. If you've never bet before and you're looking to get into the business, you're looking for a second income, or if you're presently betting sports and you're just looking to add to your arsenal, give us a call at 877-220-6540. That's the easiest, safest way to get a hold of us, and it's the only way to know that you're actually talking to us. A lot of imitators, a lot of imposters out there. As soon as someone follows us on Twitter uh, or a client goes on there and comments, they instantly get stalked. Mm -hmm. They get harassed by every service in the world because when you are number one, and I'm proud to be number one, I'm willing to take the shit that comes along with being number one. You don't see me crying like a bitch. Mm -hmm. We've had plenty of stalkers that we've had to arrest and put uh, restraining orders on, but, you know, at the end of the day, it comes with the territory. However, um you got to be very careful. You don't want to write any comments on there when you're following us. Just be prepared to know that there's imposters acting like they're us, people talking shit, uh, guys making fake Twitter accounts with Skipper's picture on it, with my picture on it, saying that it's Steve Stevens. If you want to know it's us, he hit it right on the head. Get a hold of us. Easiest thing to do is get a hold of us. Give us a call, 877-220-6540. We promote the legalization of sports betting all over America, which, by the way, is right around the corner, folks. Shout I mean, out to Donald Trump. Uh, it truly is right around the corner. It'll be here before you know it. And after all, uh, we're the ones that tell you who to bet. In other words, we're not a bookie. We're bookie killers. Correct. Uh, we get the information no different than a stockbroker. We're selling information. We're selling tips. However, we can make you a hell of a lot more money than 10% in a fucking year. Mm-hmm. Skip, would it be fair to say that you had clients in your book last week make 400 500% on their money in one week, yes or no? Yeah, I can tell you this. I have precious metals dealers. I have commodities brokers, I got stock brokers, I got hedge fund managers, I have real estate tycoons, I got celebrities. Uh, I have all walks of life of clients, Steve. I have the, right down to the guy that's betting $200 a game, up to the guy that bets $50,000 a we'll game. We'll cater to whatever your yeah. situation is. If you're, if you're, if you're crawling, uh, uh, listen, you got to crawl before you walk and walk before you run. Uh, if you want to get started, like I said, you start with a little $500 investment, uh, $250 for us for seven days, maybe $250 for the book to get going, start small. Whatever the case is, mm-hmm. we'll cater to you for sure. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at VIP Sports LV, Facebook, Instagram, uh, like I said, VIP Sports LV. You can direct message us with any comments. Uh, as you know, we read your comments. We love them. However, it comes a price when you put something in, huh? Well, if you go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com, you'll also see that's our website. We have packages on there for all shapes and sizes of sports bettors. Uh, there's a place on there where you can enter your phone number. Uh, if you want a free pick, you want to test the waters out, you can give me a call personally or you can go straight to the website. VIPSportsLasVegas.com. I love it. I love it. And like I said, Skip, before we get into the show, I personally want to give a shout out once again to all of our military heroes that are listening to the VIP Sports Podcast Amen, uh, around the world on the Armed Force Radio Network. Once again, one of our top sponsors, uh, Armed Force Radio Network. We love you. You were one of the first sponsors to come you know, to us with, with something special. And in return, we give you guys everything we got. Thank you for keeping our country safe. We salute each and every one of you guys. Uh, while you're keeping us safe, we entertain you, talk shit, and make your bank account just a little bit fatter than when you left and got deployed. You know what I mean? I do know. We're on, uh, we're on the Armed Forces Radio Network every Friday at 11.30 in the morning Pacific time, and every Monday twice a day, 6 in the morning, 6 in the evening Pacific times. Armed Force Radio Network, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, and Monday, 6 a.m., 6 Pacific. Uh, I love giving out shots to our sponsors. We're pleased to welcome a new sponsor, Skip, to the VIP Sports Podcast. Yes, we are. Paperhead's in the house. Shout out to Paperhead. Paperhead. For those sharp sports bettors wanting to make more cash, manage your players, and start business with PayPal, or should I say, 
paperhead.com. PayPal's probably how you'll send them some fucking money, huh? <laughs> Start your business with paperhead.com. Start making real money with the best sports management software in the business. Paperhead is secure, user-friendly, and built with exclusive tools to maximize your profits quickly and easily. Track lines from every professional and college sport league and get access to 24-hour support staff every day of the year. So if you're like Steve Stevens and you bet big and live larger, you can become your own boss with Paperhead. Paperhead.com. Try it for free. Uh, if you want to try it for free, go to Paperhead.com and get your piece of the billion-dollar industry. Like I said, sounds like they're getting a piece. I'm getting mine. They might as well get theirs. They're getting, and, getting ahead at Paperhead. That's a, Paperhead is where it's at, ladies and gentlemen. Check them out. And if you're watching or listening to the podcast and you own a small business and you'd like to work with VIP Sports or you're interested in becoming a sponsor, you can contact our ad sales team at advertisingvipsportslasvegas.com. Once again, shout out to Armed Force Radio Network. Shout out to Paperhead. We love you guys. Moving on. You ready to get into the show, Skip? Oh, hell yeah. We got a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Like we said, why don't we just start off the show uh, talking about some simple stuff like we were talking about uh, celebrity boxing. Mm. We've had a little static a couple doors down here for the last couple days. Yes, we have. Come to find out it's the number one, even though me and you aren't into it, it is the number one social media story across the world right now. Well, just in case people are not really clear on what he just said, uh, or if you don't know us that well and it's your first po- time you're listening to the podcast. My personal good friend of 15 years who yeah. I brought to this complex to open up Floyd Mayweather Boxing Gym. Go ahead. Correct. We, we're right here in Asian, uh, in uh, Chinatown, in Las Vegas. Uh, right next door, Floyd Mayweather's gym. Good friend of the bosses. And yours. Floyd Mayweather Jr., champion. Shout out, champion of the world. Just so happens his gym is right next door. He's gave you a couple and, uh, front row tickets. You wouldn't consider that him being your friend? Of course he didn't he give them to me. He gave them to you. Uh, I said he's a very good friend of yours. He's a friend of mine. Uh, you're a lot closer to him than I am. We're uh, family, bottom line. We're all family. Uh, right next door, Floyd Mayweather Jr.'s gym, the champion of the world. Representing uh, Soldier Boy yeah. out of the Mayweather corner. There's been a lot of buzz going on next door, a lot of news, uh, crazy shit. Uh, I, I've seen some... Uh, different people coming in. Oh, well, Skip, you know, Skip's a good old boy. <laughs> He's seeing Rolls Royces and all sorts of TMZ and cameras out of here flipping out, thinking they're coming here to interview the big skipper. <laughs> Find out they're right next door. Money Mayweather, as you know, the celebrity boxing. Uh, Chris Brown against Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. I guess Soldier Boy uh, liked one of uh, Chris Brown girls' uh, thing on Twitter or Instagram, which I thought everybody does anyway. Uh, you know, uh, it is what it is. Uh, former weight uh, heavy champion Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Is, is now going to get involved with Chris Brown's Mike side Tyson, of it. You mean yeah. Mike Tyson getting involved now? Tyson's going to get involved. He's going to be on the Chris Brown side of it. As you know, Floyd Money Mayweather's mm. uh, promoting the whole thing. Shout out to TMT Promotions. Uh, Floyd, wherever there's money, you're there, and I love it. <laughs> Floyd's like, fuck it, I'll promote the whole thing. You guys want to scrap? Call me. We can do it on pay-per-view. Uh, so, a- so Mike Tyson is getting in the corner of Chris Brown. Of Chris Brown to help him out, see he's, what he can he's do. He's going to train Chris Brown. Yeah, and Floyd's going to train Soldier Boy. Floyd's helping to train Soldier Boy. Yeah, like I said. And he's also going to promote the fight. Well, without any shadow of a doubt, Floyd's looking to get money. He's not looking to go promote somebody for nothing. Floyd will be handling all the promotion uh, for the celebrity fight, which now they're talking about is going to be held in Dubai. Well, hell, why not? Fuck, you know how much money's in Dubai and the connections Floyd has out there? Floyd could probably get paid. 20 million or more up front just for bringing that there. Celebrity fight in Dubai, Chris Brown and Soldier Boy. The boy, the, the bout had originally planned to be held in the States, but various rules and regulations made it nearly impossible, including mandatory drug testing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't understand why it would be a sanctioned bout anyway. That confuses me. They say it would have to be drug testing, uh, which you can imagine neither one of them then would pass. Um, but at the same time, if it's celebrity boxing, um, why would there have to be any drug testing? I have no idea. Yeah, it's celebrities for entertainment purposes only. I wouldn't give a fuck if someone wanted to uh, do steroids. They were willing to hurt their body to win that fight. They were looking to go all out. Mm-hmm. Love their attitude. Love their fucking, uh, their, their winning capability. Do whatever it takes to win, huh? So I guess Blood, sweat, and fucking tears where I'm from. Do whatever it takes to get the job done. I guess if you're going to get in the ring and you're going to fight for money in the state of Nevada, I mean, Nevada wants their peace. My thoughts on it, uh, I don't fucking know. Chris Brown seems like he's in more shape. He'd probably win. I'm not here to call sides. I'm not a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for women to talk about as far as two guys, rappers. And well, let them duke it out. We'll, we'll see what'll happen. Let them duke it out. Chris Brown, I say, gets the job them if they ever do. 
Um, I've seen more promotion than I've seen training. You know, I'm, I've got an inside source on this. I've seen a hell of a lot more promoting than I've seen training. Mm-hmm. I don't think neither one of them are training. I think it's for promotion. And I think if they do get together to fight, Floyd's going to make a couple dollars off it. It should be fantastic. Um, however, one thing that they're going to need to do is they're going to put a little, they're going to need to add a little whiteness to the card. Uh, what they're going to need to do is have like Bradley Cooper fight Brad Pitt, or they're going to have to bring back Tommy <laughs> Lee uh, to fight Kid Rock. Uh, because if you remember, Howard Stern started celebrity boxing. So, I mean, with the idea Howard Stern had with Floyd Mayweather's connections of promoting and owning now and being the new Don King and the new De La Hoya promotions, I mean, Floyd is the number one promoter now. Well, there's a lot of matchups you could put together. Well, like I said, you don't want to just have an all-hood bout because you're just going to have one ghetto-ass party uh, in Dubai or whatever the case is. Charlie Sheen versus one of the chicks that he polluted? Motherfucker, if you can... <laughs> I was just going to say, if you could get someone to fight Charlie Sheen... Right. You've whoa, got whoa, to be what? the sickest, money-hungry motherfucker in the world. I'm not, I'm not fighting Charlie Sheen for $10 billion. No, Charlie Sheen against one of the girls that he polluted. One Someone of, that already has the AIDS. Yeah, one of the girls that he infested. There you go. Yeah. Go head up with one of these girls. You know, you know there's a lot of chicks out there that want to beat his ass. Oh, yeah. Charlie probably is paying off and gave at least four or five girls the package. Yeah. Which is fucking terrible. So yeah. one, one of his pissed off hoes that he gave the, uh, you know, gave the virus to. So Charlie Sheen. Uh, uh, and Charlie. Ladies you know, and gentlemen, we got about going off main attraction, soldier boy Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. On the undercard, you got Kid Rock and Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. And just signed on to fight is who? Charlie Sheen and one of the girls that he infested. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a taped off event. Uh, plastic will be wrapped around the ring for any type of blood or yeah. any type of mess. So that way you don't, I'm not looking to go to a fight, sit front row and oh, die, yeah. Skip. Well, you definitely got to put up a plastic shield up over the ring. Like I was loving Tommy Morrison when he came out. You know what I mean? He was banging. Mm-hmm. Uh, seen him on Rocky. He was a champion. When I already had HIV, you couldn't catch me going to his fight ever again. You don't want to be near the front, that's yeah, for no, sure. And who the fuck is the guys fighting him? Mm. That's what I mean. Shout out to all those women out there in L.A., who still suck and fuck Magic Johnson's dick knowing damn well he's had AIDS for fucking 20 years. Wow. Because you know what? You got to be a prostitute that's a go-getter. Mm. And I personally know from back in the day, four or five girls that were around Magic and uh, handling the business, sucking and fucking. You got to be pretty hungry for the cum when you're sucking an infested cock. Hashtag dirty cock must be a big fucking price. Mm. What do you, what do you, to you girls out there and to you guys out there, what do you, what do you, what do you cost your life as as a prostitute? Knowing that Magic Johnson comes to your town, he's got HIV, uh, he wants you to suck his cock, mm-hmm. offers you 4000 Where do you put the value at? Like, yeah, like, where's your value? I mean, yeah. like, like I said, I mean, I, I, like I said, you got to be careful whose cock you suck because mm. not every cock will take you to the top. Every <laughs> now and then you'll get a grim reaper dick that'll put you six feet under. Ooh. You got to be careful with, ladies, be careful of the cock. Not every cock that you get is, is the right one. <laughs> Ch- hashtag choose the correct cock. Yes. That's all I can tell you, ladies. Absolutely. You wouldn't want to end up with something in your mouth growing like a cauliflower ear. You know what I mean? Oh, God. So stay focused. Put a rubber on it. Clean it up. And, you know, I can't be mad at him for wanting the money, but it takes a certain toot hmm. to suck a cock of a guy that has HIV. Well, it takes a saying. certain girl to yeah. still fuck Charlie Sheen knowing what he has. Mm-hmm. It takes a certain girl to still fuck Magic knowing that he's went through some things. Yeah. Put, so, put, put a little bit of higher value on your pussy. Uh, yeah, definitely, especially if the client has HIV. Yeah, you might want to get six yeah. figures up front, put some gloves on, yeah. tape his cock up with saran wrap, put right. three rubbers on it, and then Ooh. maybe see if you can get him to blast. Still not then. You might want to move I'm on. just keeping it real. I'm from the streets. Skip, there's girls out there sucking his cock with no rubber. Oh, God. Oh, you God. understand that, right? Magic, too. You might want to move on to another penis. Yeah, <laughs> I will. The penis that the sports books got right up their fucking ass over this weekend. Oh, yeah, they did. Ladies and gentlemen, the mm. Vegas sports books, I don't know if anybody knows. Now, speaking of this, mm. I don't know who, what got hit harder. My new four-inch, uh, four-foot bong that I just got at my house <laughs> or the sports books on that Clemson game or what'd you say, the winds and the rain from... Uh, or the flooding in Northern California. <laughs> oh, the, how about the winds in Colorado, 100 or, miles an hour? Or the two and a half feet of snow up in Reno. Yeah, so yeah. we don't know. Well, that's not that hard. I don't know what got hit harder, Denver Trinidad, uh, Colorado, with 100-mile-an-hour winds, where mm. cars were rolling over. Wow. Uh, my bong, uh, with that Steve Stevens Master Closer Cush that I had on my day off yesterday, Optimode. Or the Nevada Sportsbooks. Or the Nevada Sportsbooks. And this occasion, Skip, the answer is? Your bong. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. Probably. I told you, 2017, probably. I'm getting more aggressive. Probably A. Without any shadow of a doubt, the Vegas Sportsbooks. Yeah. Uh, more money was bet on Monday's Classic. I don't know if I'd say classic. I'd have to say great game. Uh, Would you label it? A, it was a classic. It was, it was another great game. It's got to go down as a classic. It was a great game. Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, a rematch between Alabama and Clemson for the national championship. Yep, we didn't make it this uh, year. Last year we went to the game. Uh, Clemson and Alabama. Uh, William Hill, uh, Nevada Sportsbook, 
more than, uh, than ever, uh, got hit probably hard. A lot of these sports books got absolutely clowned by this one game, Skip. Basically, there was more money bet on this college game than any other game all year long. They're saying there was between 15 and $20 million legally wagered <laughs> in, the, in the Nevada sports books on that one game. I just got to say something. That's a record. Ladies and gentlemen, and Donald Trump, you're the main motherfucker that's got to hear this stat. Uh, bookmakers estimate 15 to 20 million bets statewide in Nevada only. How much That's fucking money yeah. do you think that offshore was bet, Skip? Hundreds of millions. Hundreds of millions of dollars were bet on these. Just on why that, aren't wh- why just, just on that one game, Steve? On one game alone. Okay, great. 15 to 20 million was bet in Nevada. Legally. Hundreds of millions are being bet with local bookies mm-hmm. and offshore accounts. Yes. So, like I said, Donald, make sports betting legal in New York. Make it legal in New Jersey. Make it legal in California. Texas, make it legal in Florida. Texas, and make it legal in Texas. Louisiana, That's five fuck. No, Illinois. just those fives to start. Yeah. And let these motherfuckers. You think medical marijuana is giving you tax breaks and making new schools better and building new roads and building new public buildings? Wait till you think sports betting. There was hundreds of millions of dollars in action being. And it makes me fucking sick. Going out of the country. All that money's being wagered outside of the United States, Donald. You're on worried one, about on one game. You're worried about building a wall to keep a couple Mexicans coming over from trying to work and do jobs. Yeah. What about the 200 fucking million that was bet on Clemson and Alabama that, that you didn't get taxed and get none way, of it? Way more than 200 million. Hundreds and yeah. hundreds of fucking millions of dollars. One game. Answer that. Answer that for me. Uh, so do me a favor. Make gambling legal and get it done quick. You want, because, to, you want to build a wall? Build a couple sports books. Yeah, that's a fucking yeah. fact. You looking for money for the wall? You don't have to worry about it. Make oh, yeah. sports betting legal in California, Florida, Texas, and New York, and that wall will get built a fucking million feet high. Let's put a kiosk in every 7-Eleven around the country, Steve. Whether it's a 7-Eleven uh, or a sanctioned bar, a franchise yeah, bar, like, you know, or what like PT's is out mm-hmm. here, uh, somebody that's very sanctioned, um, you know, that has their you know, license to do it, and make it very simple. You might not start, you know. Well, it's not a hard concept. It's common sense. It's very simple. Las Vegas already has the blueprint. We've been doing it forever. Um, as you guys seen, uh, we let these fucking illegal fantasy football uh, people, DraftKings, and uh, uh, who else? Draft- FanDuel. And, and FanDuel. You let you watched what that, that's what legal sports book is in every city and state. No more shout outs for them until they become a sponsor. Correct. Hey, there, Dra- you guys, hey, DraftKings, FanDuel, where the hell are you? I told you guys <laughs> if you would have got with us for the movement of gambling and did what I said and promoted gambling and made a bill during your popularity, mm. sports betting would already be legal and you guys would still be making hundreds of millions of dollars. So shout out to FanDuel for being the dumbest motherfuckers in the world for not getting with Steve Stevens. There's, there's a lot of people sleeping on the money out there. Don't you sleep on the money. That is a G- fucking give fact. Give us a call. 877-220-6540. Don't you sleep on the money. Wake, uh, wake up to get your cake up like the boss says. We're out here grinding. It cost William Hill seven-figure loss for that one single game. Now let's slow down there for a second. Did you hear what he just said? Say it again. William Hill alone lost seven figures on that game. Okay, people, the Nevada Sportsbook said that this football season... Not well, to mention Cantor. But this, this football season has been the worst football season for the Nevada sportsbooks in the history of taking bets. They've lost more money. I'll this, tell you why. They've lost more money this football season Big money bets. than any other football season in history. And it's not and you little guys out there making parlays and $100 bets either. No. It's from guys like me whacking uh, $400,000 on the Clemson game when I'm normally betting 20, 30 grand. They're getting crushed. They had their worst season ever. Now to top it off, the icing on the cake the college championship game this past Monday, Clemson and Alabama, just uh, just the William Hill book alone. Seven figures. Lost seven figures on that one game. They said, Steve, they said it's the worst hit. Yeah, it they, is. It's the worst hit they've taken on, a, it is. on one single sporting event ever. You know why Caesars and Cantor won't comment? Because they're embarrassed. Because oh. they got, like I said, real guys that take their licks, take them quietly, and they take the bad with the good and yeah. keep it moving. Crush. That's why they're not commenting, because I'm sure Cantor and everybody else got bent the fuck over. Um, I know they did, because oh, I Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We did, we did some of the bending. <laughs> and I'd like to shout out on that specific game, uh, even though uh, we bet uh, mid six figures and had a lot of people going big, our bigger play on that game that the game that I gave all of our kind con- over. over, yeah, was the play without any shadow of a doubt. And uh, that came in just as well. 
Uh, it was bottom, a, here, here's the bottom line on all this. There's a hell of a lot of people betting on sports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wake up, okay? Wake up, politicians. Wake up, Donald Trump. Let's get this shit legalized. There's hundreds and hundreds of millions They're of dollars. They're doing it anyway, There's just billions, like marijuana. Legalize it and bill, tax it. Billions of dollars being wagered, and the Nevada sports books are getting pounded. Their ass is getting pounded more than Kim Kardashian. And you know how hard that is. I mean, she, her ass has been so raw, she keeps preparation aids with her. You know what I mean? Well, now that she's married, she don't get fucked much. But if more than Kim Kardashian in her single days. Hey, the bottom line you to all this... Or should we say Chloe taking two NBA dicks down in the same week back to back? The bottom line to all this, Steve, if you're, if you're out there listening right now and you're not getting your piece of this, shame on you. I mean, just shame on you. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Get your piece of the pie, man. Like I said, and I'm tired of paying 40 fucking plus percent tax. I'm tired of paying all this fucking money to the government when they can make uh, sports betting legal, uh, not only just like in Las Vegas but nationwide. Allow a different spot. See, because out here, people think um, gambling's legal uh, in everywhere you go. No, only in the casinos, mm -hmm. different cantinas, Cantor, William Hill. Once, once it goes in nationwide, just like PT's Pub, it'll even spread out here a little bit more and allow the average bar owner to have a machine, just like an ATM, where you can bet $500 game, get your ticket spit right out, mm -hmm. and pay it. This it's not gonna be a big money maker for the bars, what it does is attract people to their bars and allows them to play the machines well, and their, order drinks. Yeah, they'll get their little piece. They'll get the, you know. Guys, I don't know if you know this or not. 95% of people that bet sports lose their fucking ass week in and week out. Mm -hmm. They don't keep building casinos and it doesn't keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger because people are winning. Do you fucking people understand that? Mm -hmm. It doesn't become a multi-billion dollar industry because you guys are winning. The only people that are winning are guys like me. The guys that yeah. the fucking, the 5% of people that actually have connections, uh, third generation born and raised, guys that make the lines here in Las Vegas, guys that have real connections, guys that actually bet six and seven figures, and guys that have more connections right. and highly respected throughout the town. That's the reason why- the Not some fucking guy sitting in his underwear in New York that thinks he can handicap. The reason why the Nevada books have gotten crushed and had their worst season ever, the bets are getting larger from the Sharps. The Sharps are taking advantage more than ever, uh, and they're making bigger bets, more consistent wagers, and finding, with the information age that we're in, finding uh, mistakes frequently. More Correct. Fre more frequently Correct. than normal. Well, it, the, it's not from the public making $30 parlays. And not only that, but um, when it comes down to sports betting, sports betting is more of a finely tuned machine than the NFL. Why don't you guys worry about getting some referees that know what the fuck they're doing? Because <laughs> betting on sports is pretty simple, isn't it, Skip? Oh, yeah. It's pretty much an A, B equals C type equation, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Bill Sattler, director uh, specialty games for Caesar Entertainment, said Clemson winning in a high-scoring game produced the worst loss in college football game he can remember. Yeah, every, because the over, Clemson every the person over. in the world, what do they bet, Skip? Clemson and the over. Cle well, normally they bet the favorite mm -hmm. and the over. Reason why the books got hit so hard and didn't, didn't get to go 50-50 is because everyone in their mom was on Clemson, mm -hmm. which was a dog, and the over hit. So they got hit over the head pretty what, fucking hard as well. And what really killed them, Steve, is that they got a lot of future money on Clemson all season long. Yeah. At 15 to 1, oh. 12 to 1. Yeah, that they had to pay 10 out. 10 to 1. It kept going <laughs> People down. were mad. 8 to how 1. How many fucking people from Clemson were mad? I got in a scrap in the parking lot. There was Remember a, how mad those motherfuckers were? Last year. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of future It was money. a redemption game, no doubt. There was a lot of future money on Clemson at anywhere from 8 to 1 up to 15 to 1. And, that's, and because they won the game outright, not just covered, but won the game outright, they had to pay all that future money at double digit to one. And, it, and it just absolutely annihilated, uh, annihilated the books. I want to be honest with you real quick. Can I keep it real? Absolutely. I want to give a shout out to football season. It's officially to the end. I had a great mm -hmm. season this year, um, Skip. But from the bottom of my heart, I want to be honest with my fans. And I want to tell them one thing. This was one of the worst college football seasons um, that I've had. NFL, we're still steady st strong at 68% which is still not where we want to be, but better than everybody else in the world. Uh, we ended up all the entire, I mean, we had weeks where we're hitting 78, but I just want to be honest, we hit 62% in college football last year, which, you know, is not anywhere near where I wanted to hit. We made some big scores. We hit the game of the year. We hit a lot of Due big to money management. We hit a lot of big games. Due to money management and discipline mm -hmm. and hitting the, see, la ladies and gentlemen, there's a difference between a VIP play and owner selection mm -hmm. and our personal plays. Right. See, this is what I tell people a lot of times. You could have a 25% winning ratio. Let's say you bet four games, okay, Skip? You bet 20,000 on three games. You're down 60, 
$66,000. Mm -hmm. Bet you bet 100000 on one. You're still up money. You understand that? Versus these guys that try to lose a game, double up, lose a game, double up. Can't do that shit. No. You can't keep doubling up. You got to play one game a day, bet the same amount of money on every single game. And when you get a personal play that comes around once a week or once every three weeks or three times a month, you got to pound it. Harder than Khloe Kardashian gets pounded from the NBA players. Harder than that. You know how hard that is. You pound it. You pound it, motherfucker. Anyway, it came to a close, but I'm honest with all my people. Even at 62%, I still would be willing to put that up against anybody else for the year. That's every day, every week, Mm -hmm. all year long, okay? It's playing seven plays a week all year long. Let's not not mistake in this. I mean, there was plenty of money to be made. Hold on. You didn't let me finish. Money, Uh, money Money-wise... We made. You're just saying it could have been a little better in college football. Correct, because right. check it out. 90% of betters, Skip, have a, a, a battery life of five days. You, <laughs> you know it. Uh, it's, it's a laughing situation, but they don't know the business. They don't know us. Mm-hmm. What about the guys that get with you on the week where you, you have a one and five record or a one and four record? Well, shout they, out. Th- well, they, shout- think, they think you suck. They think you don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They, t- they take their licks and they leave. Rather than not knowing this is a business for grown-ups, not knowing it's a game for big boys, and you have to stay consistent with the money management and discipline. Well, See, yeah. here, here they leave and don't play next week, and a true player stays on, gets his money back, and he's off and running. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. How many times have we said it? Like I said, it's a game for grown-ups. It's big boys. This shout, isn't a one-week type gig. Shout out to CJ from Iowa for coming into town, taking a quick $20,000 on uh, Indiana Saturday, and just disappearing. <laughs> Shout out to CJ. So, you know, Skip, I, as bad as I felt about you getting stroked, because you haven't been stroked in a long time. That's okay. No, I know. I mean, I'm, I, I, like I said, we've dealt with, we deal with the biggest people in I the world. I just wanted to give him a shout out because I know he listens to the podcast. Of course. Well, he's he, obviously a groupie. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he wanted to meet you more than anything. Well, you come into town, you make $20,000 on the game, and you disappear all the time. And he ran. Yeah. So basically, uh, once again, I don't know who's running faster right now. Chris Barr from the FBI and his restraining orders or... Well, the, the, the bad news for you is you cost yourself about $100,000 because I know damn well you took... Why would a guy run from I, a guy that made you twenty? I know you took the $20,000, probably went out and got yourself some blow and a couple of... Dirt, oh, you're, at co- least you're smarter than the average bear. You got yourself some That's blow. Exactly what he did. Got some hoes. You got a couple of dirty hookers that probably... Now Robbed them. Now your dick is swollen up and you got warts on your balls. Yeah, even if he might have uh, he might have got high-priced hoes. Shout out to the hoes. You probably let a pimp up in your room and you probably got fucking robbed and who knows? Maybe you're laying in the desert somewhere. Maybe he get, went face down, ass up, and his ass holes a little raw, literally. I don't know what happened to you, brother, but you came into town, I give you a winner for $20,000, and you disappear for three days. Yeah. <laughs> well, on uh, on the other side... I, on, on the other a- side, how about a shout-out to all the guys that were here all weekend, picked up about 100... Mr. Gonzalez. 100- Mr. Gonzalez, yeah. you know who you are. AG. Uh, nothing but heat, homeboy. You know exactly who you are. AG. Uh, making $340,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was betting $50,000 a game. $210,000 <laughs> on Saturday afternoon alone. Shout out to Dr. Kim oh, for yeah. making a half a million dollars, uh, going six and one, betting $100,000 a game uh, over the last five days. I know one thing. I haven't seen a smile on a guy that, that big. That four foot eight in oh, your entire life? That guy's like five, hey, no, no disrespect, Mr. Kim, you're a monster. His money's long, huh? Uh, he's about five one, and uh, his smile was about <laughs> six foot. <laughs> He was one happy man Saturday night. He sure is, man. Woo! But like I said, uh, I'm very blessed. I've been dealing with nothing but clients. We have more clients in town right now than ever. Uh, I want to give a shout-out, Skip, to the sales force. Uh, a couple guys fell off. As you know, at football, a lot of the dialers uh, mm-hmm. fall off that we're making $500 a week. Mm-hmm. Guys that feed us, and they fall off because it's one of the hardest sales in the world. We're not going to sugarcoat it uh, for the outbound salesmen. See, we're lucky, Skip. Uh, all these other rooms and our competitors, they got to keep guys like that on hourly to try to get them a seven. Shout out to everybody selling a $7 new out there. Mm. Shout out to everybody sending a free text game out there. Mm. And you wonder why you're getting stroked and robbed? Mm. 10 days, $10. Yeah, here's what we do. We get people that call us. Mm-hmm. We're blessed enough to get a what, what? 80 inbounds a day, hand half to the room. You and I whack up the other. And we make money with guys that call us. Sort out the college kids. So we're blessed. Well, what, yeah, that's the only problem you and I have is dealing with college kids that said they want a sack of my weed and they love my attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I only have $80 on my credit card. <laughs> You've got to have a little bit more than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but on the same token, Skip, we also have an outbound room. And that's what I'm talking about. Some mm-hmm. of our outbound guys, some of the 15 guys that are pounding two-year-old paper, yep. selling people $250 weeks of service with a legitimate company, licensed and bonded. Um, they get a little tired after a while, and I want to give a shout-out to the room because even though six people fell off, 
We wrote 115 news last week, and the room wrote more business last week uh, than almost, we have in a long time. Yeah, almost 250. Yeah, 231000 we, we, we don't need to talk about $230,000. <laughs> and hold on. That's selling deals, ladies and gentlemen. That's selling weekly packages. That's selling monthly subscriptions. That's selling seasons. That's, selling, that's taking people that owe us commission, making money. Now, understand, that's not my commissions. That's what the room wrote in sales. You want to talk about what Steve Stevens and Big Skipper brought in? Led, by, led by the general, <laughs> I might say. Now, Skipper's in charge of... General Skip. Skip. Skip's in charge of running the whole room and make sure all their money... Skip's money's connected to the room's money because, after all, they sell news and then they talk to Skip. My Wells is completely separate. have to say uh, we're going on a multi-seven-figure mm. month uh, from last, December 12th yeah, till last, January The last 12th, 30 days yeah. have been amazing. With all the bowl games... Uh, but I've earned it, Skip. I've oh. never asked a dollar. Listen, well, we I told you guys before, when you started off as a $250 player, lying to us, saying that you were betting three, but you were really betting a thousand. Mm -hmm. Then you ended up realizing how good we are, so you trusted us, and you bet three, four, five thousand. Then you built the confidence up to come to town 30 days later with 20,000. Let us turn it into 60. Then you went back home. We built a rapport with you. You knew it's a, it's a marathon and not a sprint. Make you 10, 20,000 a week at home. Then you come out with 100,000. And all of a sudden, you're a whale. It's a progression. And didn't I tell you guys that all I need you to do is trust me and let me do my job? That's all I asked you to do. Didn't I tell you that I don't get paid unless you do? So now we're working with these guys on nope. commission, worked our way to the top, and making a ton of money. And I told you, I'd never take a dollar from you unless I A, earned, or B, deserved it. Yep. And people are happy to pay in this industry when people make them money because the hardest thing about this, there's so many people that talk good out there but can't perform. No, you're talking a VIP. This takes two people that trust one another and someone that knows how to win. Now, you, you can trust the big skipper. I can trust you. This guy knows how to win. So give me a call and get paid. But period. The reason why I was being honest with a low football season, I, because you know, if if I insult myself, and I want to let you guys know, if you've taken a lick, if you're not happy, if some things have went wrong in your personal life or your job, and you're not happy, don't let it fucking keep your down. You keep your fucking head up, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, we had a slow year. We made our people a ton of fucking money. But I have to honestly say, to toot my own horn, I'm hitting 79% in college basketball all year long right now. I'm hot as a pistol. I'm hotter than fish grease. I'm hotter than a chicken Caesar salad fart coming out of any Kardashian woman's household. I'm talking about games that get the fucking job done. Games that... <sighs> college basketball is... I don't really know how to explain it, guys. If you're not calling me and you're not dealing with me right now, you're out of your fucking mind. Move out, moving out of college football into college basketball... Yeah, let's move on to college, college basketball college... where I'm making more money. Yeah. If anybody in the world says they have a higher percentage than me, anybody says they're dealing with bigger clients or making more money than me in college basketball right now, make sure you look them in the eye when they tell you that. That way they know exactly you know what they look like when they're lying. Because nobody's hitting more than us. No one's winning more than us. All you got to do is call. I can show you better than I can tell you. College basketball is an absolute gold mine, and it's going to be for the next 90 days straight through the Final Four. If, you, if you're not getting... It's money. It's every day. Wouldn't it be fair to say that it's every day money every day. from now until April? Every day. From now until the Final Four weekend. Correct. And the next 90 days is an absolute gold mine. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen... There's 150 different college basketball teams out there. There's no way you can keep up on that uh, on your own. Every day There's no money. Way. There's no way you can do it. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. There's too many games, too many injuries, too many fucking drugs and things involved and sanctions and disciplinary acts that you just can't keep up with, like Skip said. That's our job to stay aggressive, to stay focused, and more importantly, have information on what's going on today. doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Uh, like I said, I'm not a statistician. Uh, I don't have a degree in sports. Once again, I, I can't tell you who won the Super Bowl in 1954 and frankly don't give a fuck has nothing to do with winning games against the spread today. What I do is I win more games against the spread than anybody in the world, period. I love when these guys claim to be world-class handicappers, some of these guys out there that claim to do what I do. And then on their Instagram, they're in Mexico uh, partying. Uh, they're over here. They're over here. They're over here. Motherfucker, what you are is a professional sports better. Don't you think there's a difference between a guy that bets sports and a guy like ourselves who has a sports consultant company that has 40 salesmen that does... Uh, 411 orders a week and millions and millions of dollars in business? I mean, who are you going to call? That, a oh. guy on Twitter that uh, puts on a ticket that uh, parties and tries to get on reality shows like a fag? Uh, or <laughs> a guy that has a sports consultant room of 40 salesmen that sells 100 news a day 
and does $250,000 a week in business, not counting any of my commission money or bets that I make on my own. Consulting the biggest players in the world. Consulting the biggest players in the world. Watch your mouth, motherfuckers, when you say you're sports consultants. Your little dick guys uh, on Twitter that bet sports, your, your sports bettors, and not even good ones at that, okay? So play your fucking role before you get the shit slapped out of you because you're giving a guy like me that's sports consultants a bad fucking name, all right? Bottom line. Let's go and get some games that have been winning against the spread in college basketball, Skip. South Dakota, which if anybody out there tells me that they've been on them, you're lying. Once a fucking again. South Dakota against the spreads 13 and 4, Skip. Mm, Are I, you making any money if you I played them the last 17 games? Uh, you're making money if you're betting South Dakota. Creighton. Creighton 12 and 4, which Creighton, from the bottom of my heart, I want to give a shout out. A couple of our big money games, because you know, we can't, we don't post everything and we won't. We got nothing to prove. We have a lot of guys, we have a lot of players that don't want to be on social media, that don't want no pictures taken. Oh, absolutely. I'd have to say most the, of the, the guys ma- the that I have, the majority yeah. that we've had lately aren't like Brandon or our youngsters that like to get pictures and kick it still. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 Cray- the Creighton has paid me dearly. The Creighton, Creighton has Blue paid Jays. me seven figures. The yeah. Creighton Blue Jays have been very profitable. Again, last night, very profitable, the Creighton Blue Jays. Kentucky at 12-4 and four against the spread. Now, remember, these are games against the spread. These are games that get you paid. Remember, you can't bet with your heart when you're playing with cream. And when I'm playing with cream, I don't have a favorite team, Skip. It's all about who's going to pay. I don't care if it's a pissing contest or a cockroach race. As long as I got the information and the pays, it's all that matters. This ain't a a dream when you're playing with cream. It's a fucking reality. We're looking to get fucking paid, okay? Like I said, this ain't fantasy football. It's reality. You're putting up your hard-earned money, and you're looking to get fucking paid. And like I said, when it comes to college basketball, with all these teams out there, you can't do it on your own. There's more variables in college basketball than there is in Algebra 2. Correct. Why everybody? You you, you just can't do it on your own. Why everybody's out there betting West Virginia's and Duke's and Syracuse, you know, we're pounding out South Dakota's and Creighton's. You know what I mean? You're not going to find that shit on your own. No. Marshall, uh, 11 and 3. I'm just going to keep your eyes open, guys. And Villanova, 11 and 6. Nova. Cal State San Marcos uh, men's basketball team. Stephon Payne is a 31 year old man freshman uh, on a team of 18 to 20-year-olds. You hear this fucking story? Let's start from the beginning on this. Slow down a second and listen to this story. Cal State San Marcos men's basketball team. Now, nobody's ever heard of Cal State San Marcos. No, I've never bet Cal State San Marcos in my motherfucking life. That's because they're not even on the board. It's not a team that there's a line out on. It's a small college. You know what? I don't know what would be uh, funnier. Remember when... uh, uh, What's the guy's name, Skip? Come on, man. Uh, Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, what the fuck was his name? I can't remember. What the fuck was his name? I can't remember. Anyway, go ahead. Cal State San Marcos. He said he was uh, on Bethune. Bethune-Cookman on the over. <laughs> a game that there's never a total on. What was the guy company's name? What was I, I it remember. wasn't the Wiz. It was... Uh, it was a soldier. The, 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 uh, the uh, Irish soldier. The uh, uh, Jewish soldier. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. What he's talking uh, about, what he's trying to say right now, people, it's an inside little joke. There was a handicapper out there that calls himself... He, he advertises on scores and He calls himself a professional sports tower. It, it says Breaking Vegas. He said his big play was on the over <laughs> in, in the Bethune-Cookman game. There wasn't even a total on the and Bethune... And there never is. There wasn't even a line on the Bethune-Cookman game. So it was an inside joke. I was thinking to myself, I don't know what would be funny. That motherfucker giving me that game <laughs> or CSSM. <laughs> but go ahead. Anyway, there's a 31-year-old freshman. Skip, tell him the story. Stephon Payne is a 31-year-old gentleman. Uh, he's a freshman on a team with a bunch of 18 to 20-year-olds. He's uh, he's, acti- he's actually an active-duty staff sergeant yeah. uh, in the military. He's a 14-year veteran of the Marines. Shout out to that, Semper Fi. Goddamn right. God bless America. Uh, he's had eight deployments. I mean, the guy's a beast. A 14-year Marine, eight deployments. Uh, we're he's laughing. saying some things. Yeah, we're laughing right now, but that's no fucking joke right nah, there. No, it really right? isn't. Yeah, 14-year Marine, eight deployments. Shout out and thank you, uh, Mr. Payne. But uh, he's, uh, he always wanted to play basketball for a college basketball team. So he got his dream come true. He's 31 years old. Uh, he's been married for five years. He's got a wife. And uh, their first child is on the way, or they just gave birth, I, I believe, to their first child. The, the guy's a beast, but he's an active, du- an active duty staff sergeant, Steve. And uh, he has begun the Marine Officer Commissioning Program. So he's going to school. He's getting paid by the Marines to go to college to become a, a commissioned officer. Okay? But you, you can't do this in the NCAA. There's an age limit, I think it's 26. Well, he's looking to become a second lieutenant, and uh, he's on his way to leading warriors in the battlefield like he's been doing most of his life. 
But uh, he is a 31-year-old freshman. He's playing basketball for Cal State San Marcos. Listen, we're not Dan Patrick or uh, Rich Eisen. We don't have 14 researchers doing all our research for us <laughs> to, to act like we know everything. So uh, the question I'd have to say of the day is, for you guys out there, what is the age limit in NCAA uh, to be able to play on college basketball. I guarantee it's not 30. Well, this is a small community school. I understand, but my question is, what is the legal age? 26? What is the oldest freshman even, you can be in NCAA? I don't even know. And let me know, because I'm thinking about going back. I was just going to say, fuck. I mean, I mean I'm going to can I rent, can I still rent shirt? My weed dealer's fucking 29. He's one of the baddest motherfuckers at 24-hour fitness, dunking on people sideways. I, no, Had I'm to not, go to penitentiary during his college years, but he's out now. Well, I'm not going to play any bas- in basketball, but I mean, if you can get me on, I mean, I, I'll walk on. Maybe I can, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking on the fucking baseball team. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm balling, huh? I, I think I can still hit a baseball. So not, if there's not, no, if there's no age limit, get the big skipper out there catching for... Fucking Cal State San Marcos? Or yeah, that? let's give it a shot, man. Steve Stevens uh, seems to be on the team, uh, baseball team at Cal State San Marcos. <laughs> Big skipper. I'm a grandfather, man. Don't I'll... put me on the team. I'll get some inside information like a motherfucker. <laughs> We're not playing too oh, good. Oh, shit. Guys. Hey, we'll be Pete Rose in it, right? Oh, goddamn oh, right. God. I don't give a fuck. Hey, look, fuck the Hall of Fame. Give mm. me my money. Mm. Pete Rose still has an attitude. Shout out to Pete Rose, Pete Rose. being one of the worst football sports bettors I've ever seen in my life. Uh, in a pair of white silk pants with some fucking Ostracins cowboy boots <laughs> with one of the meanest attitudes I've ever seen. If you guys want to know how Pete Rose is today, he's still betting and losing on football games. And if you fuck with him, listen, you come up to Pete Rose and ask for an autograph after he just lost 30000 yeah. on the Raiders, you're liable to get in a scrap. He still has an attitude, and he's fucking mad as fuck when he loses. Yeah, and if you want to see Pete Rose, he sits in the forum shops over here at Caesars. All the fucking time, looking Sucks. for some extra. He yeah. goes right from there. Signing autographs all day long. Goes right from there to the book. Yeah, I love Pete Rose. I mean, he's a beast. He's one of my childhood heroes, and uh, I love the guy, but I'm a little pissed off he wouldn't uh, talk to Right Side, because uh, Right Side was walking through the mall the other day, uh-huh. and uh, he tried to go up to Pete, say hello, uh, let him know he's a Phillies fan. You know, just, he didn't even really want an autograph. So he didn't even acknowledge your he, son. He didn't even, right side didn't even want an autograph. He just, he just was walking over just to say hello and let him know, hey, you know, me and my dad are Phillies fans, man. We love you, Pete Rose, 1980 Phillies. Yeah, baby. And uh, he wouldn't even talk to him, man. He's, you want to buy something? You want to sign something? I see both sides. He that, could, he that, could be... That's ridiculous. Oh, is it? But then well, can again, I, can I, I, know, give you... I know he's being bothered all day. I get it. You should I, know more than anybody. I, I get it. How many times you've been in the book with one of your clients with six figures and you get a drunk fucking $200 player yeah, calling out your name? You're right. Are you happy? Well, right but side, with your son... Right side wasn't drunk. He's a 16-year-old fucking kid. Charlie just, Hustle. Kids, I, I learned from you. He's a 16-year-old kid just wanted to say hello. I understand. You know? So I see both sides. But I get it. it. He, he's getting bombarded by everybody. I get it. So, like I said, let's get into college basketball, Skip. Like, what's impressive, what's not? Do you want to go over everything or any type of stats? Besides, the only reason why I went over who's covering the spread is because, for us, it's all that matters. I'm not doing an ESPN show where I'm here to give people right. stats on every single play on the right. board. The only thing that I'm, you're going to get from my show is you're going to learn how to be the best sports better in the world. You're going to learn money management and discipline one game a day, not every day, and you're going to learn the lingo and how to be a better sports better. You're going to learn how to bet certain games. And the only thing you're going to hear from my show are games that you need to hear about, period. Uh, need to know information, period. One, one thing we don't do is, uh, we, like he said, we're, we're not sports. I'm not center. here to school you on yeah. every fucking game. We're, we're not going to sit here and go over the scores for the last 48 hours. Uh, we're not going to go over all kinds of stats. We're not going to talk about, you know, different players and how good they are. And, you know, uh, they've got a broken ankle and this and that and the other thing. We're going to give you some common sense uh, knowledge about sports betting from a general standpoint. And if you want to really know how to win, you're going to have to call us, talk to us personally, and let us walk you through it so there's no mistakes, so you can get your piece of the big pie. We do this podcast to show people how to get their fair share of a multi-billion dollar industry. We Mm -hmm. clown around, we have fun, but it's the way of getting our message out to, ladies and gentlemen, in order for someone to, to imitate success, someone has to be successful, and that's me. You got 99 out of 100 people on Twitter and Instagram claiming to be this, claiming to be that. Uh, anybody that calls you up and tells you that, you know, they know a guy that knows a guy that knows another guy, that guy don't know shit. And I just want to let you know, I want to make you better sports better. It's a billion dollar industry and we're constantly collecting and there's enough money for all of us. I want to make you a second income bottom fucking line. Now that being said, we got the uh, NFL playoffs again this weekend. Well, that's what I'm excited about. Let's be real, Skip. I when do, you say I do that, have, I do have a few things to talk about. About let's get into NFL. Some, some of these matchups, I got a couple things. To big, tell you. big underdogs coming through. That's for fucking sure. Mm. Uh, we got the NFL divisional round. But more importantly, when you say that this is the best year or best time of the year, let's explain to these people why you say that. 
because you get to watch football games with snow coming on the ground. You get to sit by the fireplace and watch a grown man's game of some hard-hitting motherfuckers. And at the same time, being able to pick and choose with 100 games a day and how to get easy money in basketball. Am I reading your mind? Is that why this is the best time of the year? Well, what you were talking about as far as the dog goes, uh, last week, Stephen, wild card weekend, yeah. all four home favorites covered, and they covered big. Giganto. In pretty much blowout fashion. Absolute okay? blowout winners. Now, here's the crazy thing. Uh, this week, all those teams are dogs on the road. Well, that's what I'm saying. Big underdogs this week, Skip. You got three out of four Super Bowl quarterbacks this week, Steve, are dogs. Well, I mean, you got Houston Texans open at 16-point underdogs. Mm. I understand the Patriots are superstars, but even if you fuck up, give up a touchdown, 16 is a lot. I don't like Houston. They're a fraud. Um, However, I do like their quarterback, and I say and stand by it. If Osweiler was still quarterbacking for Denver Broncos, we'd be talking about them in the playoffs right now. Mm. Well... The thing that blows my mind this week is that three Super Bowl quarterbacks uh, are dogs this week. I mean, you got... Can you name them? Well, of course. You got Russell Wilson is getting five points this week against against Atlanta. Uh, You got Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben's in the fucking house. Ben Roethlisberger getting one or one and a half in Kansas City. Mm. And you got Aaron Aaron Rodgers getting four and a half down in Dallas. I mean, you got Super Bowl quarterbacks, Mm. uh, three of them that are getting points this week on the road. What game you want to talk about? You want to go right to Saturday uh, with Seattle plus five at Atlanta with a total of 51. Seattle's plus $1.90 on the money line. Talk about that game for me a little bit, Skip, for these people. What do you see here? You see a high-scoring game. Uh, do you see Seattle coming on and starting to score? I mean, they're in a I'm dome. Gonna, I, I, I'm going to try to not... Seattle has their hands full is all I can fucking tell you. I'm going to try not to give out a whole lot here, but let me just... Atlanta was my team from the beginning, Skip. I know I'm going to have to stay strong with that. Atlanta was one of your sleepers yet. We, we, you know, we both had two sleepers in the beginning of the year. Yes, sir. Yours was Minnesota. The quarterback went down, so I'll give you a pass there. And the other one was Atlanta, who, uh, who was looking like they got a shot in the NFC. Which you had Detroit. Uh, yes, I did. And, uh, and they, Miami, that just... They, they choked last week, Detroit. No, I had Detroit and Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Talk to me a little about Saturday's game. What, what's this looking like? Uh, the first game on Saturday, Seattle is in Atlanta. The, li- the line opened up. Atlanta was minus three and a half. In a dome where you can score. Now it's up to five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the total opened up at 49 and a half. Now it's up to 51. So once again, uh, the public's betting the favorite in the over. Yes, they are. Um, let me say a couple Watch things. out for traps. Just because you've seen a line movement doesn't mean it's real. There's a couple things about this game. Seattle has only been an underdog twice this year, Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, they covered both of those games. I was just going to say, what was their stat on that? Uh, so as an underdog, they've been an underdog twice. Only twice. And covered both times. Yeah, I like that. Let me, let me tell you where they were. So they're undefeated. Okay? Uh, they were an underdog when they played the Patriots in New England. Mm-hmm. They were plus seven and a half, and uh, they beat them outright. Beat the Patriots outright. Only. That was... On their own field. There was some stuff going on there. Uh, They were a a two-and-a-half-point dog when they went to play Arizona down in Arizona. That game ended up in a tie. Uh, However, they did cover because they were getting two-and-a-half. Okay. So only two times this year were they road dogs. Only two times were they dogs at all. Both times they were on the road, and both times they covered. So 2-0 and against the spread uh, the two times they were getting points. Right. Now, let me say this about Seattle, and this is is one important thing I want to mention about this game. They average 22 points a game for the season. However, on the road, they're only averaging 15 points a game. They're a totally different team on the road. Read between the lines, guys. Now, Seattle, everybody thinks defense when you talk about Seattle, right? Seattle averages giving up 18 points a game. However, when they play on the road, they give up an average of 25 I was just going to say 26, 27 for sure. Okay, so there's a touchdown difference with the Seattle team when they go on the road. Just on the road alone. In offense and in defense, okay? So normally, they average 22 points a game for the season. They're only averaging 15 points a game on the road, Steve. Well, that's why they put the total at 51 and not 40. Mm. And totals are, hey, listen, if you don't know what you're doing, you could get eaten a fucking live with that line. And a defense that's only given up 18 points all year long when you look at their whole... Uh, the whole season? Correct. However, the road games are giving up an average of 25 points a game. Mm. So they're a touchdown worse on the road, both on offense and on defense. I love it. Okay. You got anything else on that? Yes, I do. Uh, The Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Out of their 16 games this year. They've made us a lot of fucking money. I know that. (laughs) 14 of them have gone over. (laughs) And we've had 13 of them minimum. 14 out of the 16 Atlanta Falcon games this year have gone over the total. Uh, they've only scored under 23 points once all year. Wow. I mean, this team scores. This team covers. 
However, the thing you got to be careful about with Atlanta, Steve, only three and five against the spread those eight games at home this year. You got to look out for that. I tell Did you, you hear what, what I said? Yeah, I heard you. Three and five against the spread at home this year. Yeah. Okay. They cover and they score. However, out of the eight games at home this year, they've only covered three times. Mm. They're actually a better covering team on the road. Well, we're going to see that matchup, and like I said, it should be a, a you nice... You know what's going to happen? Give us a call. It's going to be a hard-hitting game. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Sunday, uh, it's going to be a cold one. When you got the Pittsburgh Steelers plus one and a half at Kansas City, mm-hmm. uh, disrespecting Pittsburgh 110%. Uh, I could go off and on in the, with a total of 44 uh, this is a game I don't want to get into much, Skip. It's a game I have tremendous amount of money on. But go ahead and give a breakdown on those two teams on what you see there. I'm just going to say a couple things about Give some stats. Pittsburgh in Kansas City on Sunday. It's the first game Sunday. Uh, we all know Kansas City is a very tough place to play on the road. Uh, the line opened up. Steelers were actually minus one when this game opened up. Now they're plus one or plus one and a half. Well, Seattle fans think their team is finally playing. I think they're playing. Kansas City, yeah. Yeah. Kansas City. I'm sorry, Kansas City. Think they're finally up to par and going Mm -hmm. where they need to be, which they're not. Yeah, the total opened up at 46 and a half. It's come down to 44. Uh, Let me tell you why. Is Kansas City as strong as they started the year? Kansas City's pretty tough. I'm Uh, just saying. uh, Are they as healthy as uh, they were in the beginning uh, of the year? They seem to be. Well, then you know what? If anybody, They're going to be a team to be fucked with. Listen, if anybody's banged up, it's Pittsburgh. Okay, Pittsburgh, I mean, you got Big Ben walking around with a boot on his leg. Uh-huh. He's, he's got a sore ankle. The whole team is banged up, okay? Uh, that being said... Who do you think is getting banged up more? Ariana Grande from the weekend or Seattle's defense? Um, Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of only being a dog once or twice, like we were talking about Seattle's only been a dog twice. Yes, sir. Uh, the Steelers have only been a dog once this year, Steve. Can you believe that? I can, yeah, actually, I can't. And, and, and guess what? When, of course, when they played New England, just like Seattle was a dog when they played New England. All right. Pittsburgh was plus seven when they played New England, and uh, they lost that game 27 to 16 and did not cover. Uh, there's a couple, just two things I want to say about this matchup. Pittsburgh Steelers, eight road games this year, six of them have been under. Six and two to the under on the eight road games for Pittsburgh, and out of the eight home games this year for Kansas City, six of them have been under. So are you noticing a little trend here? Yeah, there might be, guys. Pittsburgh, 6-2 to the under on the road. Kansas City, 6-2 to the under when they're at home. Uh, one other thing I want to say about this matchup, and this means a lot. Pittsburgh has not been away from Pittsburgh since December 18th. Yeah, I've seen that. They've been real cuddly by the fire shooting off a yep. lot of nuts yes. on their fucking wives and girlfriends. Yes, they have. Pittsburgh the- has not left Pittsburgh since a week before Christmas, okay? They have not been away from Pittsburgh in almost 30 days, people. Yeah, I don't know who's shooting off more, the Pittsburgh Steelers or the fucking shooting range that's right here behind our office. Yeah, now that being said, I mean, the Steelers are a covering team. I mean, they covered 6-1-1. One, one. you're more in your zone when it you're is. at home comfortable than on the road, nervous. I like, the, I like it. Hey, listen, brother. When I'm at the house, I'm more comfortable than being nervous on the road. Don't try to read between the lines. 877-220-6540. Invest a couple of dollars. I'm not looking to rob your credit card. We can show you better than we can tell you. I'm not looking to have you mortgage your house just so you can work with me. Give me a call and let's make some money to make. Let's make some money this weekend. And we'll t- I'll tell you exactly where to put your money in these wild in these uh, divisional playoff round games. Because I sure as fuck ain't gonna be here. I got clients. Co- I got <laughs> so I got, I got so many clients booked in town right now. I gotta go somewhere as soon as we leave. It's been crazy. and they're betting huge on. You it's, know what I noticed? Our whales crazy. are betting bigger now yeah. on NBA and college basketball than I think they ever have. They're making their big bets in college hoops. Yeah, they used yeah. to slow down. Now they're going. Which bizarre. is which is what we should be doing. Because you know why? We show them the winning and. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing is for an average sports better to get off betting football in the sports they like. Why, was, why is it so hard to take a stubborn sports better and show them teams that win? It's all about the fucking money. It doesn't matter about nothing else, man. Keep your jersey and your chicken wing habit for fucking your fetish. Mm-hmm. Keep the money making us. The game that you didn't discuss, which is going to be my favorite game, is Green Bay plus four at the Dallas Cowboys. And here's a good thing that I love about this game. I love what Dak's done with Dallas. Dallas has been a solid fucking team. I want to see him go far. I'm not a fan of them. I just love the team that they have this year. And here's the thing that uh, I love about it. They're playing in Dallas. So there's going to be no excuse with playing in the cold in Green Bay. Uh, Dak is going to be able to perform at his best. You're at home. So you're going to get 100% Dallas versus a Green Bay team uh, who Aaron Rodgers obviously is made up with the woman that's fucking with his head because he's playing a little bit better now. He's shoveling his own snow, uh, like he said on Dan Patrick. Talk about a team that's banged up. I mean, they, they, last weekend, 
at Lambeau Field. It was freezing cold there. I mean, it was minus two windshield. They were carting people off that field, Steve, uh, just one after another. I've seen it. I mean, Green Bay has got to be sore. They got to be banged up. They're playing in two degree, minus two degree windshield weather. Uh, they, they, like I said, they were carting people off left and right in that game. Bottom line is this game right here uh, isn't going to be as close as you think. I think Green Bay's sore, and I think they're tired. I think we have a, a play on this game that's going to really knock your socks off. Like I said, don't let the players be the only ones to get paid. Don't let the guy sitting on the sideline make more money than you. You deserve your fair share. Anyway, the only thing I... Uh, the, we have an exciting fucking weekend of football. We'll leave it at that. Uh, I, got mess- I got a little bit of news, though. The L.A. Chargers, San Diego Chargers. Mm. Chargers chairman Dean, what do you think about this, uh, Mr. Uh, Spanos over there? What do I think about Well, it? he's calling an 8 a.m. staff meeting for Thursday, at which time he's expected to inform his employees that the franchise is moving from San Diego, its home of 56 years, to Los Angeles. Um, listen, anybody that knows anything about the big skip, I, yeah, I'm from Philadelphia, I got inside information on that move, by the way, if you want to hear about it. Yes, I am from Philadelphia, and yes, I do root for the Eagles. However, I'm a Charger fan, and I've been a San Diego Charger fan since I'm about seven or eight years old. I was a fan of uh, Dan Fouts, Air Coriel, and I loved that whole team back in the 80s when I was growing up. I'm a Charger fan since I was a little kid. Well, congratulations, Kip. Uh, Yeah, well, you asked me how the fuck I felt about Congratulations. You asked me how I felt about the fucking move, Steve, (laughs) and I'm trying to fucking tell you. Let's go. You, You struck a funny bone with me. I am no longer a fucking Chargers fan. You, su- you Spaniels, you can go fuck yourself. You're leaving. I knew this was coming. I, I don't support shit in L.A. There's the real answer. I don't, I don't like the Lakers. I don't like the <laughs> fucking Dodgers. And I don't like the fucking Rams since they went back to L.A. And I sure as fuck ain't going to like the Chargers. Have I said fuck enough? I love it. You struck a funny bone with oh, me. I wanted you to tell me. How do I feel about the Chargers? That's the answer. <laughs> How do I feel about the Chargers going to L.A.? I'm no longer a fan of the San Diego Chargers. I've been a Charger fan for 40 years, and I'm done with you. How's yeah. that? I'm now a 100% Eagle fan. Carson Wentz all the way. Fuck the Chargers. Have fun in L.A. I love it. And that's it. That's the, that's the answer. I was, that's all yeah. I was asking for. Yeah. But... Now, let, let me tell you a few things. There's, there's a little bit of political moves here that you really don't know about um, that bases on getting our Las Vegas team. Uh, deep down, whether you know this or not, San Diego would love to be in Las Vegas. Uh, the owner would love to have his Las Vegas team. No, that would be cool. Well, this is what I'm trying to say, Skip. It goes a little bit deeper than that because um, even the, the L.A. Raiders, the reason why the Raiders have to come in here is just to establish a team for NFL in general. I don't feel like we're going to be the Raiders forever, do you? I, like, for instance, we get an NFL team, they, they make us the Raiders. The reason why this has to get done is just to add Las Vegas as a professional team because all the owners want it. Mm-hmm. So I, let me just explain an incident. The, the Raiders could come to Las Vegas real quick for our stadium, become the Raiders, and they can instantly go right back to Oakland in three years and go back to the Oakland Raiders, but it at least allows Las Vegas to have a team for San Diego to buy it, for anybody out there in the open market who wants it, which I bet your ass, if you were an NFL owner, you wouldn't mind having Vegas as your team, would you? No. So, anyway, a little bit of Kardashian news. Uh, Jewel High suspects, after months of no arrest in the case of Kim Kardashian being held at gunpoint and having over $6 million in jewelry stolen and a cucumber <laughs> and a... And a, and a, and a, and a and a, a Peruvian cucumber shoved up her ass. And a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, and b- bound and gagged and liked it. Mm-hmm. French authorities pressed charges against four men Thursday in connection to the case. One being a 63-year-old man IDs as a Eunice A. Eunice is reportedly facing charges of armed robbery in an organized gang, kidnapping, and criminal association. Cops have also requested he stay locked up in their custody for the time being. The others are facing uh, complicity charges. These are the first of 17 men arrested in connection to the crime who have been formally charged. Reportedly, Eunice has been Kim's regular limo driver in Paris and was able to have an advanced schedule of Kim's plan. So the 60... It was an inside job just like we knew it was right off the bat. So the 63-year-old limo driver uh, from Paris that she uses frequently set her up. Pretty much. Set her up like a bowling pin. Um, like I said, I re- you know, it is what it is. They got arrested. Uh, like I said, no one if deserved... She was, if she was tied and gagged, do you think there was anything else going on there? I think she. I think her butthole got tampered with. I, she, I think they <laughs> ran a train on her. <laughs> you want me to lie? I think hey. the limo driver got some head. Hey, who wants to waste being tied up and gagged? No, right? that's why I say she figured if I'm already tied up and gagged, I want to drop a tear. Go ahead and fuck me from the back. Yeah. Make it pleasurable if you're the, the room, my, my sources tell me when she got gagged and bound, all she asked was, you at least fuck me. 
<laughs> so anyway, shout out to Clemson for winning the national championship. Uh, you guys played a hard game. The quarterback took a beating and still stayed strong. Shout out to Armed Force Radio Network. Shout out to Paperhead for coming aboard with VIP Sports. Uh, more importantly, Celebrity Boxing, Soldier Boy Chris Brown, you guys get it on. God bless you. Um, shout out to all the sports books who have tampons in right now to stop the bleeding from their ass over the biggest single game loss that they can remember in a long, long time. College basketball is in full effect. Some teams that are winning against the spread, South Dakota, Creighton, and Kentucky. It's pretty much all you need to know. Uh, NFL playoffs are here. I couldn't be more excited. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is the most festive time in the world to get paid. It's a new year. Put your mind on your money, your money on your mind. The Christmas tree, the Christmas tree is gone. Obviously, the tri- Christmas cush isn't because I'm fucking <laughs> stuttering my words. The Christmas tree is gone. The Christmas lights are down. Mm-hmm. It's time to feed your family. It's time to make 2017 the best year you've ever had. I want you to work hard as you possibly can at your craft. No matter what it is you do, give it 110%. Focus on being the best you can be and let me make you a second income. I don't want you to watch games. I want you to treat it as a numbers game. This is your year, and I want to help you make a second income. If for some reason you don't call me, I still want you to have the best year you've ever had in your entire life. Why? Because you deserve it. On behalf of VIP Sports, the big skipper, Team VIP, we love you, see you, wouldn't want to be you. I bust your bookie head open Split it to the white meat, I ain't joking Me and Dirt Bomb in the ghost float Straight OG like that kush I be smoking It's way too potent for rookies to come hit it A little white girl around, I might sniff it Popping bub in the club, so twisted My pops keeps telling me to go get it So I'm at the sports book, betting big on the Clippers I'm talking about five figures, I need a few shots of liquor Might need another zipper if the bomb play me Fuck around and put a half a meal on Tom Brady When it comes to betting sports, Steve Stevens a beast Need a certified winner called VIP Sports Got too many felonies to ride around with my Glock So sure to keep it since I got shot in Vegas like Pop. Here and I.